what it is and what it ain't y'all and as you know as i hope you remembered and if you don't know now you know what it is always 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 what it ain't Welcome to episode, I don't even know what number this is, you know what I mean? It's been a little bit since we've recorded. Yeah, this was, we're going to call it a mid-season break, it's season two Mid-season now. break, yeah, we can call it mid-season break, call it season two, whatever you want, but whatever it is, you know, we're back, we're recording. Um, we hope that you guys have missed us, um, we hope that you guys are going to tune in. Um, we appreciate the love that y'all been showing us on our, you know, on our polls oh, yeah, yeah. That's, and whatnot, that's you know, the uh, participation has been great. Yeah, it's been cool, you know, uh, we try to find different ways to interact with you guys and uh, the poll questions and everything. The people that have been giving us feedback and answering the questions, we it's much love and we appreciate all that. And uh, hopefully y'all continue to do that and give us some feedback. Yeah, so our last episode was probably at the end of January. So let's a little quick little recap about what happened since we've last recorded it, what's going on in the world. Me Too movement was still... Out and popping. Bill Cosby has been convicted of all of his, his sexual <laughs> endeavors. You know what I mean? And sexual endeavors, sexual crimes. The, the, the videos and memes on him, though, is hilarious. It's crazy. Uh, let's see. In the sports world, Patriots lost Super Bowl. Still hurts. You know, so if, you're, <laughs> if you're anything but a Pats fan and you, like, you enjoyed us losing, suck a dick. Right. Um, what else is there? Kyrie ended up needing two knee surgeries. He's out. Um, what else? Let's see. Terry Roro stepped up. Yeah, he's become Scary Terry. Scary uh, Terry. Um, I always tell people he's going to get the money that Isaiah Thomas should have gotten if he was still healthy. Yeah. Because Terry is balling. Like. Um, but I was, see, but even then, I don't like that because Isaiah Thomas had a historical season last yeah, year. Yeah, no, he did. You yeah, know what I'm saying? That, he had, like, like let's not forget, he had a historical season for the Celtics, in, in the eyes of Celtics players. Yeah, he and, averaged damn near 30 points a Yeah, game. in a historical season. So let's not, like, you know, just, like, poo-poo what he did and say that Terry Rosier deserves that kind of money. He's probably going to get it. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, but he's going to get but it. But Isaiah Thomas, you know, it's a, it's a sad story, you know, if you haven't heard about him since we've last recorded, he... Ended up deciding knee surgery on that hip, so he's out. Uh, he's probably going to be needing to sign a one-year deal to prove himself next year. Um, all this hope about Gordon Hare coming back. I know you, if you listen to us, <laughs> we speculated that Gordon Hare was going to come back around our birthday, birthday which yeah. is in the middle of April. Ago, yeah. um, that didn't happen, obviously. <laughs> yeah. um, so right. I'm still holding. I hope that if Boston finds someone to make it to the, the finals, that he'll not make an appearance. But even then, that's probably not going to happen. Yeah, no. Uh, no. At, this, at this rate, just route what you got. See what happens and right. wait till and get have them both come back next year. So um, I mean the Celtics have been playing great. Um, they're not in at home right now. I don't want to jinx them. Knock on wood or eight or no whatever. Look at you, you already jinxed them. I know. Um, Dang. Hopefully they continue. They got the series going on with the Cleveland Cavaliers. They're up one game to nothing. Uh, By the time you guys hear this. Game, game two, two would have be been over. played. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so don't be like. So when we're gonna talk more in depth about our predictions, what we think's gonna happen, don't be like if the Cavs win, like, oh y'all predict this was gonna happen. Then look what happened in your face. By the time I hear this game two hasn't happened yet, and by the time I hear this game two would have already happened. Right. Okay. So just so just a prefix there. <laughs> just so we're clear. Um. So so far, the Celtics have gotten through Milwaukee in seven games. Uh, they beat Philadelphia in five games, which I actually. I'm surprised by that. Um, I thought the Philly series was going to be a little more competitive. I know you said that this is a better matchup for Boston than Milwaukee was, but I, with Philly coming in with Embiid and, and Simmons and uh, and JJ Redick against that, I thought they had the tools to make it a much more competitive well, let's, series. Let's um, let's dive into that a little bit too because I yeah. like that. I think that the Philly series was much more competitive than a four-one advantage would show. Right, right. The, the games the only, were close. The only definitive games where. Each team looked like they deserved to win was Game One in Boston, mm-hmm. and then Game Four in Philly. Yeah, everything other than that, the Celtics either if were down with like in the last like ninety seconds, yeah, things like that where they needed to play perf- perfect basketball within the, under two minutes in order to pull out wins. Forced they just happened to do it. And everything, yeah. yeah, you know what I mean. Philly 
shut on themselves because they're young, mm-hmm. but give credit to Boston because they stayed composed and made the plays when they counted. But right. I think that a four-one deficit, a four-one series win, when you look at that, everyone's like, "Oh damn, they swept the f- they waxed the floor." Philly. That didn't that wasn't the case. Yeah. If you watch the games and if you know basketball, which I feel like you and I both do mm-hmm. and did. You realize that those games were all hard stoppers. Yeah. A lot of times on the SGC, waiting to see who's gonna crack first, and Philly just happened to crack first. Oh, I know. Yeah. You know what I mean? But I think that I'm, <laughs> I remember the game we was at a Mexican restaurant watching. I uh, was it game three, I think, when they went up three zero. And yeah. uh, that that game, my heart that was game, yeah. so fast. That game could have went either way too. You know what I mean? Game two, they had a twenty two point lead, yeah, and they yeah, happened. Philly and, did, yeah. Yeah, you know. What I mean? So don't think that just because Boston won four one mm-hmm. that they were so much. Better than Philly, you know, they were superior to Philly in every single way. That's not the case. Right. I did think that this would be a better matchup for them, or that, that was a better matchup for them than Milwaukee, just because Milwaukee was so long and athletic. Mm-hmm. Boston is athletic, but they didn't have the necessary bodies to. I don't know. I, I just felt like Milwaukee had like the athleticism advantage where they could run them out of the gym. That, that was my fear was that they would be too long and they, they'd suffocate Boston because Boston's right. predicated on ball movement, you know, and moving side to side. And Milwaukee's defense looks like they're built to move side to side. Yeah. You know what I mean? And jam some of the things that the Celtics like to do. Mm-hmm. So I'm not surprised that it went seven. I am surprised that Philly went five. But like I said, it, it wasn't like it, one of those. It wasn't like a, the Toronto Cleveland series where Toronto right. just looked yeah. out. Oh my God, the Toronto choke artists, man. I don't know why they do this every single year. They go up against LeBron and they shit themselves. They they don't know how to react. They don't know how to play all of a sudden. DeMar DeRozan, you don't even know where he is. He's in witness protection. You can't find him. Kyle Lowry's either injured or, or you know, just not there. And it's like, I don't know what happens, man. Toronto, man, I, I feel bad for Dwayne Casey, man. He's a good coach who he didn't really need to get fired because um, he didn't I disagree. really. Not a good coach. He's not a good what? No, I disagree. They had three straight 50-plus win seasons. Um, and the, that's the first time in, in the, the franchise history. I think and I think that Dwayne Casey had a good roster. I think that when you come with the same sorry-ass game, you lose 12, was that? They lost some crazy number. Like, it was like 12 straight playoff games against LeBron. Yeah. Are you serious? You don't come up with one game plan to get you one dub? Yeah. The regular season the regular season. We've seen people have success in the regular season all the time and shit on themselves in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. That's where your bread is buttered. That team, did, I guarantee you, if you tell Toronto, hey, you can either be 65 and whatever they have, I think they have like 60 wins, something like that, and lose to LeBron in the second round, or you can win 50 games against the Eastern Conference Finals, they would have chose the latter. Yeah. So it, it's, it's crazy that... It sucks that Dwayne Casey's going to win Coach of the Year and get fired. He's probably going to get another job. But I, I understand why they did it. Mm-hmm. What I don't understand is why they want Mike Budenholzer because he got waxed by LeBron too. You know <laughs> yeah, what I mean? but they, they think Mike Budenholzer is he's a good coach. He's a good he's a he good got coach. Atlanta when they when the uh, the general manager and the owner decide to gut the roster and you know let's start rebuilding. Mike Budenholzer obviously isn't with that. So when they had a good roster, he was they were a good team. Yeah, and when they, they had lost like the number to one LeBron, seed or something like and that. And they got swept by LeBron that year. Yeah, they, I mean. Yes, you gotta say we're the greatest out though, because LeBron is the greatest player on I'm the team. I'm sorry, but so. there's no way in hell one man should be involved <laughs> on the team. There isn't. I'm just, I, I love. I'm the biggest LeBron fan there yeah. is, but I just don't believe that you can come up with an excuse as to why you're supposed to have this great team full of five dudes, yeah. and they all shut themselves when they see LeBron James. No, I hear you. That's crazy. Man. Yeah, it is. It is pretty uh, it's astonishing. So hopefully. The Celtics can pull away with this series, change the mold and the the recent history of them going against LeBron and the other teams going against LeBron. Because um, I was looking at this thing where like like the last like eight finals or something like that, LeBron is like 
gone through like the Celtics like three times and like I don't know all the teams put a grain of salt with that though too because they have the Celtics of last year yeah for example who LeBron went through right nobody on God's green <laughs> earth thought that that team was going to beat a LeBron James yeah, team you're not gonna Kyrie beat, Irving well, you got Jay Crowder at the three starting you no know what way, I mean like yeah. that, these things like stats have a weird way of like skewing things you know what yeah. I mean you look at a stat and you're like whoa what and then you look deeper into the stat and you're like wait who the hell did he play right yeah nah yeah you know I what mean, I mean like and you got a team with Kyrie and Kevin Love and all. obviously that team was made to get to the finals each year yeah. you know what I mean as well as the Warriors and everything like that so I hear you you can't really the last real Boston team I think that he went through was that 2000 and what, 2012 team yeah when he was Miami had that but Miami was game stacked too then but oh I was about to say even then you have Kevin Garnett and Paul Pierce on their last legs yeah Ray Allen was he there uh, in 12 uh, he was there. He was yeah, there the year after he won, won thirteen. Yeah, he, won, he, won yeah, he was there. Yeah. So you see, I mean, you had them all on their last legs, and it's like, even then, you give LeBron like LeBron had D Wade in his prime, Chris Bosh. Right. He was in his prime. He was healthy. And you know what I mean? So it's just like you got to put a grain of salt these kind of things. I think LeBron, even though he's the greatest player in my opinion of all time, he's definitely been a a benefiter of circumstance. Yeah. He's benefited from the fact that you know he's faced some teams who haven't been what they were, or have faced some teams who have just seemed like frauds. Mm-hmm. So I think that this Celtics team, more importantly, this Cavaliers team, is much different than the teams that he's been leading. It's more like the 2008 Cavaliers team where he was the main focus and he's looking for a, a, a Robin. Even though Kevin Love can be the Robin, he's much better than the people LeBron had on that 2007, oh, yeah. 2008 team. Yeah, definitely. And, you but know, they got pieces. It's they just, have a piece. I think this is the Celtics' best chance right now with this roster that they currently have. To get to the finals. And then get swept by Golden State. But you're yeah, right. yeah, exactly. Yeah. But, you're right. but this is the best, like, this is the weakest LeBron team you'll see that you that will get you there. So hey, mark my words, man. If LeBron loses this, this this will be the last LeBron team that you see in the in the East. You think? I think that he'll find some way to take his ass to Lakers, to the Lakers, or to Houston. <laughs> he'll find, I, I don't People know, keep man. saying Philly, and that is just an awful match. Yeah, like yeah, an yeah. awful pairing. Like yeah. him and Ben Simmons. I know, I know Ben Simmons is your point guard, but. No. He can't shoot. Yeah, he can't There's shoot. There's no floor space. You guarded him the same way you guarded him this, this right, series. Yeah. Pack the paint and say, okay, you have one less shooter. So whoever you take out of that lineup, yeah. Robert Covington will probably be the weakest man out there. Yeah, yeah. J.J. Redick and right. insert LeBron. Exactly. Who scared you from outside between Ben Simmons, Joel Embiid, and LeBron James? Yeah. You say, Yo, okay, if you guys beat us from three, fine. Fine, right. I'd much rather see a Paul George or Kawhi Leonard go to, the, to, go to um, Philadelphia. I think that's a better fit than LeBron James. Do you think one of those two will actually get there? I think Paul George would. Go to Philly. I think he would. I think he's hell-bent on going to the Lakers. Like, hell-bent. The thing means that Paul George is not a number one. No. Paul George is not a number one. He's not the team that, he's not the guy where you put him on the Lakers and you're like, well, this team is now a contender. Mm-hmm. He needs at least two other pieces. I, I think, feel like if he went there, Domino's would fall. Oh, he can get other people to go who? with him. Who? I don't know about a number one, but he can get some supporting people to go with him. There's no free, he's the premier free agent in this class, isn't he? Besides right. LeBron, LeBron himself. Yeah. But he's the premier free agent in this class. Right. So, besides 2019, when you think Clay, Kyrie, and um, Kawhi, Kawhi they, Jimmy they, Butler, they're all up for extension. The Spurs are going to trade for Kawhi. That's one they're thing. not going to go in next season with Kawhi, that's for sure. They're going to trade that nigga. That's one. Yeah, true. Yeah, definitely. Just because, I mean, that's toxic. I've never seen a star player just quit. Yeah. And I don't know the circumstances as to why he decided to leave. If he, he felt like they weren't looking out for his best interest, and he had people looking out for his best interest. There's, there's rumors that his loudmouth uncle got in the way or something like that, where mm. he was getting in his ear and telling him all this stuff, which we've seen before. Yes. Yeah, but it's like, whatever your reasoning is, like, it's the Spurs, you know what right. I mean? You don't have been at some kind of 
shithole organizations. You know, <laughs> they do, like the Cleveland Browns or right. something like that. Like they're like the pitch of, the, of basketball. Right. Exactly. Yeah. They they, they epitomize winning. So even then, you see, it must be it must be hell freezing more because even the Patriots have their own set of issues, mm-hmm. which is also what we've missed since we've been gone. Um, <laughs> the Patriots have literally shot all over themselves with this Tom Brady, Alex Guerrero, Rob Gronkowski retiring, Bill Belichick not wanting to surrender power, all this kind of crazy shit going on. Malcolm Butler not playing in the Malcolm Super Bowl. exactly. But, oh, my God. But we digress. Yeah. Back to basketball. So this is a primarily a playoffs uh, episode, so we'll talk about the playoffs and the basketball and all that good stuff. But just in, just in case you want to wonder, since the last time we've been on air, we've been missing all that bullshit. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. Um, so, let's see. So, what do you predict to for this series, the Celtics Cavaliers, to, you know, not throwing any bad juju or anything? But what do you predict will happen with this series. I hate predictors. I never make predictors. I make what I hope. Yeah. <laughs> Especially when it comes to Boston teams, which yeah. I'm a fan of. Yeah. Um, I hope that Boston advances in six or seven. I think that's what it's going to take to beat the Cavaliers. You're not going to beat them. You're not going to sweep them. You're not going to sweep LeBron James. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. I don't know. I'm, I'm like flaming right now. But I think and that's what my hope is, is that you can beat LeBron James in six or seven, and then get swept by Golden State. <laughs> but at least you know, like, you know that, like, this even man, I'm, see, I'm disrespecting because I don't think they'll get swept by Golden State. I yeah, think nah, this they team can, get one or can two. match up well with Golden. I think they match up with anybody in the league. I like their whole premise of they knew. I'm getting a little off topic here, but they knew last year that that number one seed was kind of a fluke. Mm-hmm. That that team had reached its ceiling. That was the absolute best that that version of that team could be. They weren't going to get anybody. So they gutted the whole team. So they gutted the whole team. They took our partners that just didn't belong. Amy mm-hmm. Bradley. You see him now. He looks like he's on the. He looks like he's like on the decline swiftly. Yeah. <laughs> injuries and hernia yeah. injuries and things like that. He can't shoot anymore. Can't de up like that. Yeah. Isaiah Thomas. He looks like he. You know they got right out of fucking dog. <laughs> yeah. They Jay, got rid of Jay Crowder. Jay Crowder. He, he, ass, yeah, he, he shell over himself. I don't hate him as a person, but I just don't like him as a basketball. But player. he played pretty well for Utah. He played yeah. well in that structured system where they tell him you go here and you do this. Yeah. In Cleveland, they were like, "Hey man, you're a three or you're the four man. Go out there and create for us." And he was like, "Nigga, I can't do that." Yeah. But I like that the fact that this Boston team was like Danny H. Sullivan was like, yeah, we're not gonna get any much more out of this squad right now. We gotta just start pretty much put get longer, right? Gotta get faster, gotta get more athletic. And now you see how they're doing. Like these young guys are stepping up, and this is what you like, what you were hoping that this team could be. And it pisses right. me off so much <laughs> that we're Kyrie and Gordon Hayward because this team I would guarantee would beat Golden State oh, in six or seven 100%, in the finals, bro. If we had all the horses, man. It's crazy, like, because you look towards next year, you're like, damn, next year's so far away. But it's so beautiful. Like, the possibilities are endless. Are endless, bro. But, well, okay, so like I said, my hope is that they can win this series in six or seven. Okay. My hope is that tonight that they can really take control of the series, series yeah. because you know you're going to get LeBron's best. Oh, yeah, for He's sure. He's coming yeah. out swinging. He's, I, the only one thing I'm scared about about tonight is that Miami Heat game six mad face LeBron when he was, like, when he came to Boston. Yeah, but like, even then, that game was different because, him. like, you well, they couldn't necessarily help off LeBron because yeah. of the fact that they had Dwayne Wade. Right, in the first yeah, no, nah, I get it. You this squad off, is yeah. different. Like if J.R. Smith beats you, you say, "All right, well, I mean, you beat me." I know. Yeah. <laughs> At least LeBron didn't beat me. Yeah. Or if LeBron gets forty, who else is going to get, get twenty? From right. Him? Yeah. You know, Kevin Love has to have a big game. That's why I've always said coming to this series, Kevin Love is their X factor. Mm-hmm. That Al Horford Kevin Love matchup, where it looks like now it's going to be Al Horford Tristan Thompson, some kind of thing like no, that. I think if Tristan starts, they're going to put Baines. I, I don't think that they'll overreact. I think that if they put Thompson, so who in, are you going to put on Thompson? You put Al Horford on Thompson. Where you put you Marcus gonna... Morris or 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 um, whoever it was Marcus Morris or Jason Tatum on Kevin Love. Fine, you put. Either way, that's a, I, I, think, I think personally, like you wait. I, I think if you're Boston, you don't keep making changes because Cleveland made changes. 
you saw that Cleveland was going to start Kevin Love. That's how what they've been doing all postseason. So you made that change. Now they go back to Tristan Thompson. You're not like, oh, I'm going to match up again. Unless you want to do that, that's fine. But I wouldn't personally. I wouldn't overreact. It's just it's because it, I realized what they were doing. So when I was watching, when we were watching the game on Sunday, Marcus Morris started on LeBron obviously, and then they would do pick and rolls, and then they would put that would rely that would have Kevin Love on Marcus Morris, and Kevin Love could eat that a little bit. You know what I'm saying in the post. So they said, you know what, we're gonna put Jalen Brown on LeBron because then they can keep doing that pick and roll, and then Marcus Morris will get back on him. Yeah, so, I think that though I, I agree with you. I, I, know, I understand the game plan, but I think that when you play a Cavs team, which where Tristan Thompson starting at center year, their offense isn't nearly as potent as it is. Oh, like God, no. Over no, it isn't. You know what I'm saying? So you can play them more conventionally. You can play. You can pack the paint more and say, beat us from the outside, I Tristan just, Thompson. I just think if they go with Tristan Thompson at the five, they're going to want Al at the four so he can eat Kevin Love all damn day. I get that. And I think that matchup comes and goes. You know what I mean? I don't think you have to necessarily do it right off the bat. I think in the second quarter, you can make that adjustment. Or after halftime, you make that adjustment. I think that you shouldn't overreact right now. Yeah, no homo, by the way. Sorry, I know what I said there. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I was going to say pause, but you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I think... Um, for me, what I hope, right, I don't like predictions. I ain't Stephen A and stuff. You know, I'm not trying to be Charles Barkley out here getting it wrong. But I do like, I hope that the Celtics can win in six or seven. Um, if they can win in four, it's even better. That's, <laughs> that's, a, that's, that's just not, that's, the, that's just wishful thinking. That's that's, that's not possible. You know what I mean? LeBron's not going to get swept. So I don't think he's ever been swept. Right, exactly. Um, so I, I hope that they can win in six or seven uh, and go on to the next round that the thing that is worrisome is that they got a lot of guys who haven't been there before. I don't and, care about um, that. I think that sometimes works in your favor. Experience is a beautiful thing, man. Like I, LeBron's talking about, is. he's like, man, I ain't worried. Like this is, I, this is nowhere near a panic stage. Like, it you know is. What I mean? like, but I think these guys are too young to give a fuck. <laughs> yeah, I'm saying, I, I, think, I think that Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum are too young to be scared. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like guys, you can see if like I wouldn't be surprised if somebody like Al Horford that they if if they made it to the next round, I wouldn't be surprised if Al Horford had a rough series against the Golden State Warriors because he's been in the league so long that he's like, well, I'm finally here, and he gets like sweaty palms. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Cold like, feet. He, yeah, cold feet. Mm-hmm. I think these young guys like Jason Tatum's like this is all I've known. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? What am I getting scared of? I haven't. I don't know anything else. This right. is like, this is my first year in the league. He's Jason Brown. Yeah. Jalen Brown's been East Coast Finals before. Mm-hmm. Terry Rozier don't like he's scared of anybody. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Neither does Marcus Morris. So I don't right. think that these guys, they may, if they're able to make to the finals, I'm not worried about that. The lights being too big. Mm-hmm. I'm just worried about them not being talented enough. I think that's where you see that you miss Kyrie Irving, and you could have used a Gordon Hayward. Yeah. Is when you play up against a team like Golden State, mm-hmm. who one through five, who one through four, can kill you. Oh yeah, yeah. The thing that um, so like okay, so we can switch gears. I was watching the the uh, Rockets and Warriors game last night. And um, it's crazy, though, because, like, you can find, like, ways to guard LeBron, right? You can find, because he's not the best shooter. You can find you ways. You can't guard KD. Like, literally, like, he's seven feet tall. Stroke it. And yeah, I was like, I was like yo, you know, he's, like, out here shooting and shooting crazy. I'm like, yo, bro, how do you guard this man? I've always said before, like. Kevin Durant is the greatest offensive weapon to ever play basketball. Yo, man. Like, he can handle, like... Seven feet tall with a six-foot-three guard handle. He, he, I'm telling you. People, that's the one thing. Come on, everyone's like, he's too skinny. That does not matter not when you're all. seven feet. You can dribble out the guard. Bro. Like, literally, I'm watching him eat Trevor Reza, take his lunch. I'm, I'm watching him get James Harden's guard. James Harden don't guard nobody. I'm like, yeah, you saw can... Chris Paul on him and just literally shot over him. I know. Literally I'm just like, shot right bro, over He's shooting over people at the three and, like, making it. Mm-hmm. And I was like... Dog. Okay, mm-hmm. say the Celtics get mashed up with Golden State. You could try and put Tatum on him. You could try and put Jalen Brown. But the how thing, do you yeah, really the guard thing KD? With, the thing with KD is kind of that's the only time I say you approach like you approach LeBron. You can't get killed by the others. 
you can't if you want to beat Golden State, you cannot allow the others to kill you. You know who the others are on that team. I understand that, <laughs> yeah. which is why they're such a conundrum to play. Like yeah. it's like they're so talented one through four. Even Draymond Green, who's not a shooter, is the facilitator. Right. He's the guy who's like the the glue. Like, yeah, he sure. makes those kickoff passes. He drives and kick. Like they're such a well rounded squad. Like that's what you want an ideal squad of superstars to be. They're all unselfish superstars. Yeah, taking pay cuts and all this. I'm like, yo. I mean, so it's just like they're the ultimate. Like, damn. How do we defend this team? You, you, your only hope is to really outscore them sometimes. Mm-hmm. And even then, good luck. Right. <laughs> Houston, one of the greatest offensive teams that we've seen, struggling. It was struggle to do that. James Harden yeah. put up 41 points and lost by double digits. That's what I mean. They lost by 10, and James Harden had 40, dog. And, like, I'm watching him. He's balling. And I'm like, yo, you're going to need more than this, The one bro. thing I told you, though, I will say I told you so, was Clint Capella didn't do shit. <laughs> yeah. I told you that. Clint Capella in this series, everyone's worried about how he's going to rim run and yada, yada. I get it. He didn't do a goddamn thing. Yeah, because he he's because he's, yeah, he's neutralized. Yeah, he's neutralized. That energy shit does not do nothing for you when you're playing a team that's that talented. Yeah, you can outrun a team like Utah, who's who's prodding and methodical, and Grudy Gobert's another big, so you just run outrun that big. Mm-hmm. But Golden doesn't give a shit if you outrun their bigs because they only have, they don't even play real bigs. Yeah, they play with four with a uh, guard, pretty much three forwards and a big, mm-hmm. quote unquote. Mm-hmm. The big doesn't do shit besides take up a fifth spot. <laughs> yeah. So I would get myself a Clint Capella. I'm like, who cares about Clint Capella? He's not going to kill you offensively. Yeah, he, he won't kill you if they they can't throw it to him on the block. Exactly. They just throw alley oops and, and that's rim the one thing about Boston is that one through five they can kill you. For the Celtics, we can't kill one through five. Who can't well, kill one you, through if five? You, if you start with the lineup, but talking with the lineup you had yesterday, not yesterday, um, Sunday. Okay, fine. Yeah, that's one through like, five. They, I'm pretty sure the, the lowest point total was Terry Rozier, and he had like what eight and eight. But yeah. Al gave you twenty. Jason Tatum gave you sixteen. Marcus Morris gave you twenty-one. Jalen Brown Jason gave you twenty-three. No, we didn't get sixteen. Oh yeah, sixteen. You're right. You're right. Marcus Morris gave you twenty-one and ten. Jalen yeah. Brown gave you twenty-three. Al gave you twenty. Like that's four people with twenty points right there. Yeah. You start lineup. That's true. It's like if they're on, I'm not worried about like the, them competing. I'm just worried about the, the talent wise. Like yeah. I think one through four. Like you take Golden State's one through four over Boston's mm-hmm. one through four. Yeah, no, I, I hear you. Uh, so you think Golden State's going to win this series, obviously. Um, I was hoping. I, I thought game one was crucial for Houston. Mm-hmm. Oh, was, yeah, of course. It game one, if they like, you needed to like set the tone game one. You, I thought it was a must win. Like I sounds, That sounds crazy to say game one's a must win, but I thought game it, one it, was it a is. must win for Houston. And now it's going to be tough for them to retake that home court, home court back. Yeah. I think that if you can stay to their pace, <clears throat> your you only hope now is to win game two. Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, they got it. They can't go down two zero, or it's just a right. You want to go down to go to Golden State down two zero. It's different than LeBron. Even if, even if Boston goes up two zero, I'm still not as optimistic as if like go if Golden State goes up two zero. Yeah, because I'm like, yeah, that, that series is over. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's still a possibility that LeBron could push you to six or seven, even with with down two zero too. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, so it's it's tough. I mean, yeah. I when I, before they, I watched the game yesterday, I was like, damn, Houston can definitely win this. They got the the horses and everything. But then you just watch like, who's really guarding KD, bro? Because there's no way like you get they have nobody that can guard him. You can try and put Trevor Reese on. You can try and put PJ Tucker on. But they, you have nobody that can guard Kevin Durant, and he's the ultimate X factor mm-hmm. for that team. It's like, all right, well, Houston, you had a chance until you realize you don't have a KD. So exactly. But even then. The, the, the scoring for Houston isn't a problem. Defensively, Defending. And that's not Mike D'Antoni's thing. Like, yeah, they just seem like so disinterested. <laughs> yeah. <in defending. laughs> yeah. And it's like, you can't, you have to show at least a little interest in defending the Warriors. Nah, they want to outscore everybody. And that, that's just not always going to happen. Now, work for you, for Utah or for Minnesota, 
guys who didn't necessarily have the firepower that Golden State does. Yeah. But that's not going to happen. You can't do that with Golden State. You have to put a concerted effort defensively to, to stop them, at least to slow them down. Right, right. So you need I to play mean, perfect to beat them, and that's and it's just hard to play yeah, perfect to beat them four times out of seven. It really is, man. It is. I think the one thing that's switching gears again that's been driving me crazy, though, is this um, narrative that we don't need Kyrie Irving. Oh, my God. I hate when people say that. I know that. you've heard that, too. People yeah, have heard man. that. People are saying that. People or believe People are like, that. oh, you should trade Gordon Hayward. I'm like, bro, they're not going to trade this man after he just came over here and broke his whole leg. And you know what I mean? And, like, you got to have some type of compassion for people. I know it's a business and everything, but, like, bro, you haven't even seen what this team can do. With all these horses, yeah, and that's the thing is, I like, I'm like, I love Terry like, Rowe, yeah, man, and I appreciate the fact that he's been balling, but he is not better than Kyrie. Kyrie Irving, right? What he's doing is what Kyrie Irving can do night in and night out, every. Night. And even then, Terry Rozier has been inconsistent. Yeah, he, he can't on the play road, on the road. Right, on the road, exactly. he's giving you dick. Yeah, <laughs> he's giving you nothing on the road. Yeah. You know what I mean? Kyrie Irving can get buckets. Can get, can get buckets. He won. Oh my god, yeah. <laughs> I feel stupid for even having to make this argument with yeah. people because I'm looking at you. I'm like, you don't watch basketball, right? Yeah, that's how I know you don't know basketball. He's gonna look at me in that face and say, hey, you talk, You're talking about an NBA champion, like a five-time All-Star and a gold medalist, and he's at 25, and he's 26, 25, 26, whatever. You know what I'm saying? And he's he, 26. He just turned 26. Yeah, March. Did with he? Gordon. Yeah, Gordon is 28 now, but. Are you kidding me, bro? Like, I'm keeping Kyrie. I'm letting Terry walk. Like, if that's the, what it came down to, talking about we could trade, look at what Terry's doing. Like, bro, yeah, he's balling, but he's not Kyrie Irving. Yeah, he, he isn't. What they do is this, Kyrie Irving could do it more consistently. So. I think that he's the he's the head of the snake. Yeah. He's the guy that when you look at him, you're like, okay, he's the guy that's going to fucking kill us. Yeah. He opens Kyrie it up for Irving, everybody else. Kyrie Irving is the head. Al Horford's the the stinger, whatever you want to call it, then the rattle, or whatever you want to call it, the end of the snake, and then you got all these horses in the middle making up the the body. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, I'm telling you, I don't think you need to make any crazy trades. No way. I think you resign Aaron Baines, you resign Marcus Smart, and you resign Marcus Smart. Those are the three they need to keep. You let Shane Larkin walk, and you can draft. You know, you and I were talking about this. you said draft Devontae Graham. I like that idea. Fine, yeah. draft Devontae Graham. Draft the guy in the second round that could be a backup. That's the same or your thing. Third point right. Guard. Fine. I think Marcus Morris is here for another year too, right? I think at one point, yeah. yeah. I mean, I wish that they would let go of Aldo Nader. That nigga sucks. Yeah, yeah. they need to get let go of Nader. Yeah, but... But whatever, he's at least of your concerns. I think that you resign those three, you run it back, and you say, let's see what you let's guys Let's see can what do. we can do. Right, let's see what And if anything, if have. you don't like Kyrie's fit with the squad, he's a free agent, you let Which him walk. Which is crazy, because he's think fit you will, I think they'll want to resign him. Yeah, of course. He's average career highs, freaking... And career lows in minutes played. He's efficient as ever. And he's playing D. With the Celtics with a, what, number rated, one number one rated defensive yep. team in the league. Yep. And everybody's saying you can't play D when you let go of Avery Bradley and Jay Crowder. Are you kidding me? Yeah. All these quote-unquote experts, man. Are you kidding me? Yeah, yeah it's crazy. Bro. It's wild, man. But this is why we do this, all right? We, we hear you. We're not experts, but we hear you with real talk real like neighborhood talk people when you're talking with your boys chopping it up and everything this is what we talk about that's what the, that's what the whole purpose of this this podcast is about right you know what i'm saying it's not supposed to be experts on it. it's not supposed to have all these professional cuts and things like that it's, it's supposed to sound raw no scripted sports yeah it's supposed to sound raw we look at us right now we're literally just lounging that's what it is they know they, you know what i'm saying that's, that's how we do it if you know if you know what's you know that's how we talk it's how I we talk i want to debate kenny smith and charles barkley and shaquille O'Neal, all these guys that played and and they can make all these predictions and be wrong yeah, for real. And you know what I'm saying? You know like, what I'm saying? like, come I, on. Like, I don't do nothing besides hoop every other day, right. every other once a week or something like that. I'm not no, I'm not no pro ball player, but I have opinions, and I believe that my opinions make sense. Right. So you know what I'm saying that's what it is. If y'all believe y'all opinions make sense, hit us up. Let's debate this. Let's talk about this. 
add us on Twitter, Instagram, none of that. All of that. We think about even, you know, do maybe some kind of IG live shit where y'all can hop in and y'all can talk to us about our opinions right there and you can let us know what you think. We'll we'll let you know about that. But there's definitely some things that we're trying to work on, you know what I'm saying? We're trying to elevate ourselves, trying to get our voices out there. So we appreciate y'all for rocking with us. Yeah, y'all know what it is. Like we said, um, we appreciate y'all for participating in our polls. We think that that these results are... Sometimes hilarious. They're hilarious, man. It's really cool. It's and the point with those polls are, you know, there are a lot of gray area questions that we're trying to make black and white. Yeah. It's a lot of questions that don't necessarily always have definitive answers, but we're making you choose one. It's mad funny. People will, like, read them and, like, have to DM us and be like, explain the answer, right? Because, like, they just like, man, we, I, I don't know which side. Yeah, exactly. Want. I that's, and that's the beauty of it. We're trying to make, cool, make tough decisions. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Make tough decisions. Make Answer questions that you don't necessarily all the way agree but if you gun your head that's what you choose right so make sure y'all like spread the word let let people know about the podcast let people know about the instagram page and the polls and everything <clears> and and you know let's just keep this movement going shout out boston shout out everybody trying to do something and uh bring a plate we all eat right yeah you know th- thanks for listening you know what i mean but until next time we promise it won't be <laughs> so long in between episodes it's but um season two so our season two is what, we <laughs> what it is and what it ain't, y'all. And as you know, as I hope you remembered, and as you do know now, yeah, what it is always, 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 always what it ain't. Till next time, we'll talk to y'all. Peace.